0: Hello Nomad Kitties! This is episode three, Weed, Beer, and Shrooms. And in this episode you will hear myself, Coach Steph, and El Tres de Nova talking about our drug of choice, indigenous beer like Chicha de Mora, Ancient and modern rituals associated with alcohol, weed, and shrooms, bad experiences from these drugs, <laughs> shroom microdosing, and our hopes for shroom legalization. Thank y'all so much for tuning in and big, big shout out to our Nomad Kitties. Thank y'all so much for your support on Patreon, we appreciate you so much. You make this possible. And just so you all know, before I get into the episode, this was recorded in Brazil while we were inside of a restaurant. So you'll hear a little food conversation and a bit of Portuguese as well. Enjoy. We love y'all.
1: I've been liking here since like, midway through my college years in New York. Your
2: college years.
1: Yeah, like, mid- midway through college was when I started.
2: How did you get into beer? It's a good question. Um, was it just because, I feel like beer is a very male culture. Yeah, totally. You I think? haven't seen a lot of women that are, like, super, super into beer.
1: It's true, but you know one who was? Valeria's older sister, Yvonne. Huh? Her her and her husband were super beer aficionados. But well, was it
2: because her husband liked beer or was it because she No, understood? she
1: was I think it is a shared common interest, but like how That's me and cool. you how me you love music. They love music? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They love beer. By the way, did we order our food? We didn't. Oh my god. <laughs> how did we forget that? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Há, só, 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 tá. Okay, so if you got it. Uh, what am I ordering? <laughs> no, ordering. You can the order in English, whatever. I...
1: <laughs> you think the seafood will be? Uh... We're
2: ordering this. Seafood. Oh, you got it. O oh. que vamos pegar el, uh, mm-hmm. grilled seafood ou o prato com muitos tipos de peixe. Mm-hmm. I got it. Frutas do mar, na brasa. For now, yeah. I think we should get more. I think we should. (laughs) Okay. Muscles and fries. Muscles and fries. Or Or também,
1: melones
2: and fritas.
1: I Which one? What? You see. Okay. Yeah, but uh, to answer the question, I remember the first time I tried an IPA was kind of by accident. I was at a bar with a friend somewhere in Brooklyn. And I had a Brooklyn brewery. And I think it was some kind of IPA. And and I thought it tasted so strange, but it intrigued me. But I wasn't really around people. Well, actually, I guess I was. Because my friend Savvy... Was also into weird beers like that. She liked IPAs.
2: I think my theory is everyone likes IPAs because they would get you
1: drunk
2: fast. I
1: think so. You buy one and you're wavy. Um, but that's think, just what I thought. I mean, it's like one of the strongest I, beers. I think, no, I think that that definitely can be a selling point for some people, but for,
2: it's really bitter.
1: But the thing is that I found over time by drinking them that. I do I do like the taste even though it's kind of weird and they are heavy
2: you know why they made that type of beer
1: I heard it had something to do with the British were transporting beer to India and they had to put a lot of hops in it so that yeah, it would last the journey exactly so
2: it's like it's a beer yeah it's a beer that was created not for a the taste of beer. it but simply for it to last so they can have it. You know? So I feel like it's not tasty. That wasn't the point of it. It was practical. <laughs> Wait, well, but that still doesn't I, explain why it's such a male culture. I mean it's it's like I think like you know, you watch a sport and you have a girl you know? Like <laughs>
1: comment on that just yet. I do also want to add that it doesn't end with IPAs, because I've discovered I like many different kinds of beers, both darks and lights. On the darker side, the IPAs, I feel like they're milky. Stouts and Porters, um, and pale ales, and then on the, the lighter side, <laughs> certain certain kinds of certain kinds of wheat beers more like European in character. Like I, I don't know all the names. I don't know uh, all I'm, I'm, less fam- I'm like less familiar with light beers, but but when you find one that's really good, it rocks my world. And oh, it rocks your world. And I was also oh, nice introduced. <laughs> that's how I feel about weed. Yeah, Different that's how I feel about weed. Okay, can we talk
2: and about weed now? I'm done talking about beer. Oh, Thank you, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> next subject. Next sour beers. Beer. Yeah. beer. I mean Ooh, weed. Next subject. He meant weed, sour weed. What's the is there sour there is but sour? But you
1: know what? Also that hops in Canada
2: very similar, no right? Way. How the plants? You plants? Oh, they
1: they oh, share I mean? they share the same family.
2: Oh my god, let's go! So, In this witch video is. game, you can make beer. Oh. So it is, it well, is. Beer is though, like a chicha de horas and indigenous types of beer, mm. like they were first, our, our type of alcohol is, you know, made from corn, made from rice, made from, I mean, the Asians make it from rice, Asian communities. Sure. We make it from potatoes. No, no, we make it from potatoes. corn, not potatoes. Oh. The, the, the Russians got the potatoes and vodka down. The vodka. Yeah, it's a magic, it's a normal magic. It's a type of magic, for sure. Because in the game, when you drink that, or you can make, I think, whiskey, you regain magic. You lose energy, but you regain magic.
1: That's
2: cool. So it's like, it's still a psychedelic, I guess. What is a psychedelic? Weed is a psychedelic.
1: I do like, um, I do like, you know, rituals associated with alcohol. Like,
2: like what? Ritual. Hazing? Huh? Hazing?
1: No, like just enjoying it in the company of your loved ones.
2: Oh, that's true. Getting lit with your, your family. Your mom likes beer too.
1: Enjoying it with nice food.
2: Actually, your mom likes beer. Yeah. Mm. My mom, I don't think she's crazy about it. My mom doesn't love beer. Yeah. Neither just my aunt. My aunt loves margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> I think my grandmother some. loved beer though. Interesting. She liked beer a lot. But then it's also like such a beer culture for you. like you sit in a circle, you hang out with a big ass bottle of beer and you pass just serve each other little cups and you pass that uh, cup around, right? Like weed. Yeah. <laughs> like weed you pass the fucking cup around actually that's
1: really dope like just like fucking weed i never really connected that but yeah i think we need better uh better alcohol education
2: oh yeah i agree mm. like weed education
1: yeah
2: what would you say better alcohol education what do you think we well, need to know anyways, yeah
1: i think you know it's actually not the education that i because funnily enough Alcohol is, alcohol insects are the only two forms of harm reduction that that you're allowed to teach to children
2: alcohol you teach you teach
1: such you teach sex education to kids when they're around like 14 15 16 years old and you teach alcohol harm reduction to kids when they're about 17 18 years old and you know college etc like when when we went to college we were required to take in like it was called alcohol edu so it's funny that that alcohol harm reduction is very um, normalized, but what we need—the the education part—is not necessarily missing. I think it's the culture that's lacking, and mm. the the cultural signifiers of alcohol all point in the totally wrong directions. What you see in music videos, or films, or TV shows, or in commercials—all that—it all points to very toxic relationship with alcohol.
2: Excess, I would say, <laughs> popping bottles. Like, why can why don't we have a glass? I almost died from alcohol. Oh my god! I was in high school and I was totally experimenting. And a friend and I, I don't know where she got this, it kind of, it was like moonshine. <laughs> Very clear oh, alcohol shit. in a plastic bottle. In like a soda bottle. And I don't know where she got it from. She was this crazy fairy looking white girl named Erica. Shout out to her. She was like one of the magic people in my school. I only had like two friends, but... This night, we decided to go out into town, Milwaukee downtown. And it's kind of cool. It's kind of like this where we are right now, actually. But we just drink this moonshine drink. Like, we were having so much fun until... I was fainting in CVS, <laughs> and then the police had to come. And then I remember she was panicking. She was like, "Oh my god!" But I was, and then I was in the hospital, and I woke up and I had tubes in my nose. That's and cute. They had pumped. Oh yeah, it was all the way down my throat. I remember how it felt. It felt oh. really gross. Like there was a pipe. I could feel it. Oh. They pumped my stomach. Damn. Man. Yeah, and it was right. Right before I had gotten into the (laughs) car, my dad was so mad. My mom, I had a mentor come and visit me. They all thought I was going to die. But... That's do when like you're a man. teenager. You ask, huh? alcohol. Obrigada. And then there was the second time when that happened in college. Oh my but Lord. see, this is why <laughs> I've been in the brink of death with alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol is dangerous, dude. I've liked out from alcohol. alcohol. I've had questionable drinks. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's crazy. Obrigada. <laughs> it's dangerous. Yeah. yeah. And you're right, the culture around it is very on the excess and like. Crazy. Wave. It's crazy in the way alcohol is protected in society. But I think I needed to ask myself like why am I running to alcohol? Like the second time it happened. Because the first time it's like, okay. But then the second time after the second time is when I was like not into alcohol as much. And then that was like probably freshman year and junior year is when I found and that was that Check was exactly out. what I needed because mm-hmm. I had tried shrooms and I really like shrooms but shrooms also feel like scary and a lot like mm. I feel like when they happen they happen and it's a moment but it's not something that I necessarily want to consume like every all the time yeah even though I don't know a lot of people have been talking My about eaters. microdosing. Microdosing is nice like yeah I've please have you tried experimented it experimented with yeah. it yes and Tell me, this is cool. It was, you know, I was having, how much did I want to eat? I was suggested um, to start with 0. 0.2. How much is 0.2? 0.2 grams. Okay. Two tenths of a gram. Mm. Well, I don't even know what the math is, actually, but... <laughs> yeah, no, 0. that 2. is. Okay. Yeah, 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 0. 0.2. Um, so, yeah, 0. 0.2. I think I had, like, 0. 0.3. I was like, I'm gonna do one more. And it felt I just felt like my mood was not was elevated. I had energy. It didn't feel trippy at all. There was no cycle moment. And I liked them, you know. It felt like smoking a nice blend of energizing. energizing yes. That's what it That's felt cool. like. And it was it was really cool. <clears throat> yeah so I do think that's like awesome is yeah. dope that's really different. cool yeah yeah cause whenever I've taken shrooms I've taken like a lot at yeah. one you know, point like a lot yeah like the first time I took shrooms that was the best <laughs> we were it was with How much Natalia my cousin okay Natalia's like we have Hello Kitty matching tattoos on our upper thighs. <laughs> and she was like my adventure buddy. She was another like of these fairies in my life that I totally saved me from being a nerd in high school. Because that was super isolating. But we went to this concert and she had shrooms. Like a big ass bag of shrooms. And we started eating. We're like, okay, let's start eating them. And it was an EDM concert. So we started eating the shrooms. And then I'm like, do you feel anything? She's like, no. Do you feel anything? No. Okay. Let's eat more. Oh, God. Do you feel anything? No, I I don't need it. Let's eat more. Oh, my God. Until finally, holy shit, all we could, we could feel the sound waves vibrating. Wow. Touching us. That's wild. That's crazy. And then it was just like, we were just talking about, I started seeing society, like we were all little lambs and this is like a kingdom. And it was just, it was crazy. It was dope. I appreciated it.
1: It's cool,
2: <laughs> and then with Kamani and Joey, we did our, every time we had our work planning retreat, every year we would take shrooms. And I super fucking appreciated it. The first time was in Oregon and the second time was in Cali. We slept in a fucking tent in a national park. We didn't want to pay for a hotel. That's So we fucking had a tent. I don't know how we got that fucking tent. Oh yeah, we, we, that was our MRCC tent. Oh my God. We used it for a fucking psychedelic festival that happens in the summer in Maine. And then ever since then, we had a fucking tent, a, a team tent. That we bought with MRCC money. Tents are expensive, dude. That one was nice. Yeah, they are expensive. That's dope. So, yeah. Shout out. To the Wait, but
1: how did you end up in Oregon with this tent? Did you- no,
2: that was in Cali. We traveled with it. That's cool. We, we but you flew on with? The, yeah, on the airplane. It has. It comes in like a big <laughs> cylinder that you carry as a bag. That's horrible. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Like, well
1: that's good. That's good that you flew all the way to California. Maybe we, we
2: didn't all carry shit,
1: bro. We November. do,
2: but we would okay, but y'all have to be okay with carrying you Guys, please. I don't know. We're like, Joey and cars. I would that's carry awesome. this shit. Come on, you yeah, would yeah, too. Y'all you can do it. What are you calling us? You say You're trading? Trading? <laughs> Yes. Oh we can't. I think I'm recording. Yeah, <laughs> now you gotta keep it real. okay. <laughs> but I dispute that though. No. no, you know what? Look guys. Everybody here has the potential to be great. And we're all trying and creating. But sometimes things happen. And people forget. What we forget. forget what we forget. That we have to wash dishes or dry dishes. What? Okay, well that's what we're <laughs> he's not even sick, he's in another world He said bye. like what okay yeah so yeah shrooms love them I would love to microdose with them it That's feels really nice really fucking yeah, it cool it feels nice and I'm excited to see what shroom legalization is looking like I hope that people have the ability to produce at home mm. and I hope that people can consume without the need of a fucking doctor what are, what are they calling you
1: Should you should keep an eye on on for this year 2022 you should keep an eye on Michigan mm. Michigan what's happening those about Michigan um the psychedelic activists in Michigan were just approved by the state to begin collecting voter signatures which if they're successful doing so, Will certify a ballot initiative to legal uh, to to legalize possession, cultivation, and sharing of of psychedelics.
2: That's fucking dope. It would it would possession, go possession, cultivation, and sharing, so yeah. people can give to each other. Yeah. This they is in Michigan. Go,
1: yeah, this this is in Michigan. Yeah. They have until June yeah. to collect the signatures, and then if Ooh. they're successful, it would go to the voters in November.
2: Michigan, oh, shit. sign up. This is the best plan I've ever heard so far. Michigan, mm-hmm. it's, it, it's so, amazing
1: because it uh, is it weed even uh, legal in
2: Michigan. Yeah,
1: weed is legal in Michigan.
2: <laughs>
1: it um. The the way so I spoke to the the co-director Mike Williams by phone and he said that basically it tries to encompass both approaches that are um, that are predominant right now in in psychedelic reform. One being uh, like legalizing through. The medicinal, you know, the medical system, which obviously has its own problems, but then the other is what a lot of cities like Oakland, which was yeah. the, well, Denver and Oakland were the first to do it, which is to decriminalize personal use of psychedelics. So it would it would basically do both. Well, actually, yeah. Well, it it it, it would it would principally decriminalize personal use, but it would create a pathway also for people that want to use through more of a medical model but the point is that it would give people the choice
2: that's great i hope they stick to more of the non-medical
1: yeah
2: not that's exciting oh yeah we gotta go foraging huh forage true foraging i do want to do that i'm gonna look for people in new york yeah you know a good person to follow for that lex though oh, yeah? Lexi, yeah. I'm going to ask her. Dude. And there's also this other, well, she does more of medicine instead of, like, other stuff, but her name is Jessica, Jessica Turner, and she has her own little company called Olamide Naturals. So we just smoked on Aproador Raw yes we did oh amazing. But we also took an edible and we also, also took Mariah. an edible shout out to Mariah <laughs> yeah. so yeah. yeah we're a little high <laughs> we're, a little
0: group. Mm. we're a little group hey you made it to the end of the episode we hope that y'all enjoyed this beautiful episode and we appreciate y'all so much if you have topics that you want us to cover we are open Send us a direct message on eatme.land or death is a business or directly on Patreon. And if you want to be featured on Nomad Kitties, please send us a message. We are so, so happy to feature you and grow this community. We love y'all so much. Once again, thank you to our Nomad Kitties on Patreon for making this happen. And we hope you have a beautiful, powerful week. More adventures to come. Hey, Nomad Kitty!